Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Oh boy, Destination D23. The normally not that uh not that much news, not that much good news comes out of Destination D23, the, you know, Walt Disney World version of D23. Um but yeah, we got some pretty we got a lot a lot this morning yesterday or yesterday morning um as we record. Uh yeah, so let's let's get into it and let's go down the list and uh see where we end up. All right, so we're going to start with Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens late 2024 and Disney, you know, j- they basically just said that and then they gave us a, a little YouTube short of a video showing the animatronics. The only thing I found interesting about that is um they appear to not just flat be reusing Brer Bear as Lewis and, and reusing the animatronics. The uh, the alligator crocodile animatronic had, you know, some some unique stuff, like a, a huge mouth. Um, I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that. Lewis ha- in the movie is oftentimes playing the trumpet, which, you know, necessitates a very small mouth because that mouthpiece is small. But um, that's how trumpets work. Yeah. But I I find it interesting that they are actually going in and, and doing some major redos to these animatronics. I think they're they they appear to be really putting the time and effort into Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which I appreciate. Um, it is I'm still you know not a fan of of having to lose Splash Mountain to gain Tiana, but I hope that the effort they're putting in and the the story work that they're doing actually does come out. I still have some quibbles about the the story, um especially having just rewatched Princess and the Frog like a week ago with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um I'm like, "Man, there's such a good story in this." And they she gets her restaurant and then like they're just kind of going, "Oh yeah, and she also wanted to have a food co-op, I guess." You know, like it just doesn't I don't know. It doesn't fit in with the with the story of the film, but whatever. You know, I'm I'm will not pass judgment on that until I've seen the actual attraction. But yeah, late 2024, so we've got another year of construction uh, before we actually get to see the attraction. So now I I already had late 2024 in my head, but I guess was that Disneyland was already announced for late 2024, and now they're announcing Disney World as well. I guess so. They, this might have just been like a, a reiteration of late 2024. But yeah, they maybe they had never said late 2024 for Walt Disney World specifically, and now they have. Okay. Well, anyway, so yeah, late, which means um, very, very end of December. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not to drudge up another, uh, a sore subject, Brad. Um, Hatbox Ghost in Magic oh. Kingdom Haunted Mansion in November, late November. So, just in time for the holiday season, old Hatboxy will grace us. Okay, so I'm going to ask you, the information that you texted me, has that <laughs> been confirmed to actually be legit, or was that a joke? Yeah, no, it's legitimate. 
Um, so go ahead and share with the class. Disney addressed our concerns about having the Hatbox Ghost exist before the in in the pre Leota section of the the attraction. Um, and basically, as a recap, in Haunted Mansion, you go through the first third probably um of the attraction you go through the 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 doors hallway where the you know there's clearly something happening there's people getting trying to get out of doors caskets stuff like that you go through the endless hallway where there's a chandelier floating but you don't see any ghosts because leota says the ghosts have felt your sympathetic vibrations she says her her spell and post Leota, you can see the ghosts. So she brings the ghosts, she materializes the ghosts for us to see. The Hatbox ghost will be in the endless hallway or just in front of the endless hallway, um, which is pre-Leota, so we should not be able to see him because Leota has not materialized the ghosts yet. What Disney said is he is unhappy he is not a happy haunt and so he does he is not i guess beholden to the madame leota's you know sympathetic vibrations spell and he can be wherever he wants because he's not happy he's unhappy he is and he exists outside of the 999 happy haunts at the haunted mansion and i wish they had just not addressed it at all because that is so lame and dumb <laughs> that I just would it would be better if they had just said, "Yeah, he's coming. He's there because he's there." I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah it's such a dumb. It's oh, it's so bad. I just i I can't fathom. Like I said, I I still want to do more research. I'm really hoping that that you misread this somehow because I I didn't watch it. Go but, check out Ho- Hoot Gibson on Twitter oh. was angry about it. So you can go look at his, his Twitter feed. He had some choice words about um, what's happening over at Imagineering. But anyway, he'll be there just in front of the uh, endless hallway. There, Right now there's like a, a black shroud over where they're installing him and stuff. But uh, yeah, so he'll be there. The placement of the Hatbox Ghost within the Magic Kingdom version of the Haunted Mansion sparked questions among fans. However, the company addressed this by stating that the ghost has the ability to appear and disappear at his own will. Okay, why wouldn't everybody else do that? Right, exactly! <laughs> oh, because he's unhappy, so he can show up where he wants. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm gonna, like, y'all just, just get in for the ride, because this is what it's gonna be from me until this happens and and probably for a little bit after it happens just because this is frustrating i know this was my idea and i don't want to pat myself on the back but i almost feel like it would be better if he was in the ride 50 times 10 times let's say we know they don't have unlimited money but if he showed up everywhere because if he exists and is able to corporealize himself whenever he wants then have him show up a bunch and maybe him, maybe not even the whole ghost. Sometimes it's just his head. It's yeah, the hidden hat box. Have him wink at you. You know, like just like, hey, I'm here too. Like I'm everywhere. Yeah, uh, that that would that would actually make 
more sense to me than than yeah. this like yada yada yada. Like yeah. if you were gonna do a yada 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 of it, just don't say a thing. Just yeah. leave it. It, it like, could. You realize you don't have a good reason. This is somebody who said, "Oh, I have a clever reason," and then someone ab- and somebody like, else should him. have said no. Yeah, let's just not mention it. It'll be better in the long run. People will be unhappy, but let's just not mention it. Okay, but anyway, we there are other things to discuss. We can. Yes. We've got plenty of opportunities to rant about the hot, hot box ghost because <laughs> we've got till November. So that's another two months of ranting. You're welcome. Moving. So on. next ne- next year, this this one I'm actually kind of excited about. Next year, the Country Bears are getting a new act. So opening 2024. The Country Bears will be reinterpreting Disney music instead of playing their own music. Now, on the surface, at first, I was, you know, unhappy about this because this is just IPification of something that didn't have IP. But I think that in in a Deadpool way, in like a fourth wall breaky kind of like tongue in cheek way, I think this is going to be good. I think the country bears singing Disney music in their country music, you know, style is going to be funny. And I, I hope that they play it that way and, and really truly do kind of the way the Muppets, you know, kind of poke fun at themselves. I, I just watched Muppets most wanted with my oldest daughter and the very beginning is them singing a song about how this one's a sequel and you know the sequel's never quite as good and and they make fun of having celebrity cameos and stuff and so i think in that way they'll they i hope they have the country bears like poking fun at themselves maybe even talking about how like they had their own music and now they have to sing like disney like music. maybe maybe big al tries to break out into blood on this yes. saddle and like no 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 we're not we're not doing that one, and one of the like Statler and Waldorf style one of the uh, the heads on the wall says like ah I don't think we're doing that one anymore huh right <laughs> I think that could be funny yeah so I like you said I'm I'm not a huge fan of IPification but I also have felt like for a while the Country Bears have had the the sword hanging above their heads right yeah. So, I much prefer this to we're closing Grizzly Hall, right? And or turning just, it into or changing more it restaurant. all together into something that you know, um, like there's a there's a bear head in the back corner as a nod to yeah. the Country Bear Jamboree that was there before. So well, honestly, I would assume that they would change it into more seating for Pecos Bills. I mean, you know, probably, but like. That seems like more functional use of space to, you know, the, the Walt Disney Company in 2023. Yeah, but either way, that's not what they decided to do, and I am thankful for it. And, and you know, their current show is very much that that kind of tongue-in-cheek, we'll have, we'll have uh, fun at our own expense mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I expect that that's what this will be. And I also like the idea that they aren't just going to do straight disney songs but that they are going to be reinterpreting the disney songs 
Because yes. I think that's I think that's another fun part of it. Instead of just like here's a straight copy of this Disney song and this Disney song and this Disney song. And what this also means is I will be fully expecting Disney a uh, what a a OST album? of this. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh! Please. So that you I know, can I can listen to this uh, when I'm not at Walt Disney World. Star Trek Strange New Worlds did a musical episode, and within 24 hours of that episode debuting, the soundtrack was on Apple Music, Spotify, all of them. Like, it's not hard. You have the music, just release an album, and, and collect like the money. Yes. Be Japan. Japan releases everything. Man, I haven't, so, looked, at, I haven't looked at Japan's... Uh releases lately that reminded me i need to add that to my to-do list to go look at uh disney japan because there's so much good music that they have available yes they just release all their like area music and and everything like man i cannot even you you don't know how many tens of cents that because that's a joke because artists don't make anything from streaming but <laughs> how many tens of cents they would get from my listening to Walt Disney World area music because I would listen to it all day long. Okay, but here's the other thing. I stream music, right? I have I have YouTube music. I think you got Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah, I got Apple Music. Okay, and I actually well, right now I have YouTube music and Apple Music because you know three month free trial or money bags, Mister Money Bags. Yeah, as long as that money is zero, I I'm glad to pay it, <laughs> but. My thing is, if they suddenly released, like, here is Frontierland area music, but you can't stream it, you're going to have to pay for it. No, no problem. I would gladly pay just to have that music. Like, I don't, I'm not even asking you guys to stream it. I'm just asking you to make it available to me. Honestly, make it available on a CD at Walt Disney World. Sure, sure. I will I I will dig up some machine to get it over like whatever yeah. I've got to do just give make me some happen in the music just if give it's me some only available over on physical media like I'll make it happen I'll yeah. order it I'll get somebody to send it to me I'll you know whatever just make it available some way I mean as you and I have legit like literally done with uh with Japan that releases Jake, before Shima. Yeah, we we bought that. Uh, we imported the the ukulele Disney God, album so from Japan. Too. It's good, guys. Get that. Get that. Um, who is that? Jake. Uh, Jake Shimabukuro. There we go. Yeah, is, I love is it. Ukulele Disney. It all the time. It's a great album. Oh, so yep. do I. So do I. But anyway, all of that to say, I like Disney music. I like reinterpretations of Disney music and. While I like the Country Bear Jamboree as it is, I like the idea of them sticking around even more. So I am behind this. Uh, and also the art. That poster yeah. oh, is good. Oh, the poster. Man. That poster rules. is good. It's, it is, it's funny. The poster. Like just seeing the characters and it's, yeah, just the poster made me laugh. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. In, inexplicably, a uh, week Two in a row of lounge news. Uh, Disney announced a Pirates of the Caribbean lounge is coming to Magic Kingdom. Uh, the the un, they didn't say where it was going to be. Everybody is assuming it's going to replace the um, was it the Pirate Makeover area or whatever when you are leaving. Yeah, Pirates League Makeover Experience. Right. Um, 
I don't. It, it, all they said was it's going to further extend the story of Pirates of the Caribbean. They're designing it now. Um, I I can't like they call it a lounge, and I I don't know if my definition of the word lounge and their definition of the word lounge are the same because my definition is somewhere where you can go and get a beverage and sit in a comfortable chair and I cannot imagine that this open to everyone in Adventureland lounge is going to be a place where you're going to want to spend any time at all I mean it's just going to be crowded all the time but I'm I'm interested to see what this is and where it goes because we don't have anything like this anywhere and a themed space that is there only to be a themed space sounds good to me and i just hope that it is functional and it's actually you know somewhere that you would want to spend time so your note says lounge however what i'm seeing people talking about is tavern and even some people are saying restaurant yeah i don't they said lounge and yeah. i'm just going off of what disney said in the in the presentation they called it a lounge experience so the, disney disney the, released a uh what is this tiktok yeah a tiktok us when we hear a pirate tavern is coming to magic kingdom okay so that and of course they've got you know just random um Actually, it looks like they just took a bunch of people who were working the attraction and had them run around the park. <laughs> like they're all um, they're all running to the the new tavern. So I guess so. What I guess at some point they changed the uh, verbiage from a lounge tavern, tavern. A tavern would make me think that they're going to serve alcohol there. Now they they already do in in certain places, but I guess. We're just getting closer and closer to totally getting rid of the there is no alcohol in the Magic Kingdom uh, rule. Because if they're serving beer here, they have cocktails and beer at Jungle Cruise uh, Canteen, the Skipper Canteen. And it's, it, it's like maybe it's just an Adventureland thing. Maybe alcohol is, is allowed in Adventureland and that's it. But yeah, it's like yet another another area where you'll be able to buy hard beverages or they'll or they'll do uh mocktails and call i guess it, they could do a gaston's tavern right and and root beer and and things like that i mean i could i could even see something like that working yeah so i mean that would fit in with pirates of the caribbean being a family kind of thing a family friendly thing yeah by the way i do i do see that definitely they were using the word lounge it's just been kind of taken like like i said i think that tiktok then led to tavern which then led to restaurant so ultimately mm. we don't know something is coming i yeah i think that tavern or restaurant makes more sense than lounge because like you Definitely. said i and maybe that's why they said oh let's put out a tiktok that says tavern because when people think lounge they think our lounges and that's that's not what we're doing here but yeah well it, this this could not possibly be the same thing as the one in morocco in epcot no, or where or, you just go in and sit down and yeah, have free or the coffee. other random lounges they put in from time to time. I just don't right. see it being like that. Uh, the other thing is that they are showing uh, on the image that they released uh, Pegleg Pete, the the Barker Bird from the entrance, mm -hmm. apparently will be coming back for this tavern. Either that, or they just decided to 
you know, really upset a bunch of people by showing him in the artwork, <laughs> like front and center on the artwork, and then yeah, not you in know, the foreground. Him back. So I, I, I feel pretty confident they're going to bring him back, which that's that's really cool. So uh, yeah, this will be this will be exciting to see. I'll, I will be more interested once we have more than one photo to go on, but I, you know, it's cool to know that they're thinking about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the next thing that they announced is that World Celebration in Epcot will be opening in December. Now, World Celebration is the former Future World. That is the middle of Future World that encompasses Spaceship Earth. Um, the former, uh, oh gosh, you're gonna, you're gonna be mad at me. I can't remember the name of interventions, the former interventions. I knew you were going to get there. The fountain up to the Odyssey and the, uh, is that the imagination pavilion? Yeah. So it's kind of that whole front middle. If you just carve out a world showcase. So world celebration will be open. Um, so hopefully what that means is in December, it won't take 20 minutes to get from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind to living with the land because you have to walk all the way around everything, all the construction walls and everything, um, which will be good because, man, Epcot, you know, Sadcot right now is, is not great. Yeah. So, OK, what my mind is, has gone totally blank. What is that one guy? Bio reconstruct. There we go. Yeah, I'm like, what is his name? Photography man. Okay, when was the last time he flew over Epcot? Oh goodness, because I'm just probably a couple weeks. I'm feeling like the last time I saw pictures of Epcot, there was still a ways to go. Yeah, on Epcot. Yeah, so it's it's surprising they're saying three months from now. I mean, I'm excited that they can be done in December, but also I'm looking at it and going. That's a lot to get done by December, guys. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, also more power to you. Please, please do get it done by December. So the other the other thing right next door to World Celebration is a Journey of Water inspired by Moana or Jawibum. Jawibum. That will open on October 16th. So that opens even sooner, which I believe is a pretty, that's a pretty big milestone in world nature. I don't know if, if that means World Nature is going to be completed in October, but uh, that's a pretty big one for them. And once World Celebration is open, that kind of, what, uh, Epcot's weird because it faces south. So the east part of Epcot should be more or less done. Um, and then that only leaves World Discovery, which doesn't, really have that much you know construction still going on anyway that's uh guardians of the galaxy um mission space space 220 and that's more or less it over there so that this world celebration being open and you know hopefully meaning that all the construction is done will be a a big chunk of epcot coming back to back to life yeah i mean i guess i guess it's it's plausible to see them see them being done so maybe i'm just i don't know maybe i'm just stuck in the uh it's been so long right exactly it feels like it's never gonna be done that it's just gonna be sad caught forever epcot's been sad caught for a long time you know what's not sad though what we the luminous 
The Symphony of Us, the new fireworks show that debuts December 5th. Brad, it's got the U.S. in it. Just like Harmonious did. Just for all the S's. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Uh, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just kidding. It's not going to be like Harmonious. I'm not going to get excited for it. But I'm also not going to dog on it until I have seen it. That's... You know, they took away they took away the tacos. They took away the Stargate. Yes. So they've already got that going for them, and I appreciate it. So I will I will take that win and I will reserve judgment on the rest of it until it's it's up. You know, I, I will try not to read too much into a name. Though isn't that like that's Disney's thing nowadays. Let's yes. just show you a name on a black background, and that's enough for you, right? I think the I think the name of it looks pretty cool because they're using Spaceship Earth as the O, and I like that. I think it look it's very two thousand one, a space odyssey. Um, they have said that it is a brand new show filled with fireworks, fountains, lasers, and lighting effects, fabulous Disney music, and Luminous is going to touch your heart. So, uh, it is going to have Disney music in it, but that's not surprising. Um, but if we can get a, a harmonious type show, I guess, with the, with the fanfare and the effects without having the World Showcase destroyed by huge uh, permanent fixtures, that's better than nothing. It's, it's better than nothing, but I still... I don't I don't know that I will get it, but I'm still holding out for a show that has a story in it. Yeah. That has a through line in it. And I part of the reason that I don't want to prejudge this is because I feel like Disney now recognizes the importance of that. Yeah. Because they they had to bring back Happily Ever After. Because the whatever it was that they replaced it with that I can no longer remember the name of now didn't have a story to go with it. Yeah. And they had to get rid of, you know, like there, I, I, I hope that they've come to this recognition that that's, that people want more than just play a bunch of Disney songs with some fireworks with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think, I, I think this is indicative of that, that, that they have crafted a brand new show and I hope that the brand new show does have a narrative to it. Right. And I will, and I will also agree that simply putting spaceship earth in the logo treatment that they did for the slide is something because that at least acknowledges where it is happening Mm -hmm. and acknowledges the park around it, which is to me a, a big step, right? Because that also just doesn't just acknowledge world showcase, but acknowledges the future part of Epcot. So I don't know. I Yeah. But again, no, I, 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 I don't want to get my hopes too far up. I feel you. Um so continuing in Epcot, this one surprised me and and I it's it's pretty cool. Um they are redoing Test Track again. A new iteration of Test Track is coming. Uh they said that they are going to draw inspiration from the original world of motion and um, I think this is great. One, because I've never really been a fan of Tron Track. I, I really 
again, loved the kind of tongue-in-cheek crash test dummy vibe of the original test track. But what I think is interesting is, and you you help me out with this because you kind of know a little more history than I do, but is there another attraction, a modern Disney attraction, where the where the sponsor more or less has not changed. It went from Chevy to GM. And then in the announcement, there was a Chevrolet logo again. So I don't know if they're going to go back to it being Chevrolet or is it Chevrolet now? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, it's, it's all this. Is, that's all the same company. So it doesn't right. that to me. I'm like, that eh, doesn't count. So, but this is the third iteration of that attraction in 20 years. Who, what other sponsor is keeping attractions updated and, and changing them? like gm is i can't think and honestly like that's what i thought as well when i saw this news like you tron track hasn't been my favorite but when i saw that when i saw this news i went you know what that's kind of awesome because as much as i liked the original the thought of still having and i know this is going to sound weird coming from me because brad hates new stuff the thought of having the original, I'm like, yeah, it would be feeling pretty long in the tooth at this point, right? Like all of the, we would have, we would have at least wanted updates to, you know, digital video and things like that. Because I mean, think back to those videos when they're like, when they're loading in the different sections and stuff, I'm pretty sure that was all SD footage. Like I, at least in my brain, it's, it's a little grainy, yeah. uh, but they, they, they went ahead and they did the update and now they're saying, you know what? We want to update it again. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of here for it. And I, you know, the thing is when you do it this regularly, it's a little bit easier to tolerate the fact that it's going, you know, that it's, that it's changing because that's part of the, the DNA of it is that it's changing. Yeah. If they can, if they can, you know, keep it, going and and not necessarily acknowledge like hey you know we we goofed up or whatever but just to you know if we can all understand like every eight to ten years this is going to change and become you know something else yeah i totally agree i think that buys them a lot of goodwill and also that they're that they went and said we're going to draw inspiration from world of motion i love that yes because they're acknowledging what was there before and, you know, saying, hey, well, you know, and honestly, even if it's just a head nod toward world yeah. of motion, I appreciate that they took that they're going to take the time to do a head nod. So I am I am behind this uh, again. We only have the, the one slide to go off of. So not really a lot we can say about what it's going to be, but I'm excited that they're doing something. Um, another Another Epcot thing. Let's just stay on the Epcot train. Um, choo-choo. Soarin' over California is returning for a limited time as a Disney 100 celebration. So they are, they're bringing back the original Soarin' to Epcot, which they do in California at California Adventure quite a bit. But they, it has never come back to Epcot. So that's fun. And just like Brad just got done saying how much he he liked things this this idea of a regular change i'm and this ride has the ability to do it because as we've discussed ad nauseum it's changing out video files but i like the idea of of being able to bring back soaring over california and 
honestly, I think that Swernover, California is still my preference because I I absolutely agree. Again, we didn't have all of the or I don't know. Maybe I maybe I need to watch Swernover, California again, but I definitely don't recall having as many issues with the weird tilt of things and not nearly as much or either not as much or not as egregious of uh, CGI in, in the uh, Soren over California. Like I'm not saying that it didn't no. exist because it definitely existed, but it just, it feels like it's much more in your face in the, the current iteration. And again, still it, love, it definitely is still love the current iteration. Please don't, don't take this to mean that I don't like it, but you know, those are some of my quibbles with it. And I, I would, I, I'd like to see California again. Yeah, I think you might as well. I mean, like you said, it's it's easy. You know, it's video in a in a control file, and they still have it. They, uh, you know, I hope have to have to reload some scents. I suppose they have to swap out the scent cartridges. Yeah, got to get the orange in there, and uh, and yeah, let's get Soaring Over California back, and let's not like just make it a Disney one hundred thing. I mean, just, do, just let's just do it every once in a while. Um. The last kind of the last thing they they announced on that opening day was some Animal Kingdom news. Um, one, Zootopia is going to replace its Tough to Be a Bug in the Tree of Life Theater. What now, is going to run under my butt from Zootopia? <laughs> I hope nothing because that effect is awful and painful and I hate it. Honestly, as as soon as I saw this news, that was the very first thought that came to my mind is what can they use from Zootopia to run under your butt? The well, I guess the little hamster uh when Judy is chasing uh, Duke Weaselton. Yep. Yep. They they go through the little mouse city or whatever. You mean that Duke Weaselton? It's Weaselton. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that would work, I guess, man. Or like yeah, you said, I hate it though. They could just get rid of that effect if they did it like if they did it like uh, the the if they did it like the Honey I Shrunk the Kids show, Honey I Shrunk the Audience. Oh, you remember the, that with the mice running through? Mice ran toward the screen, and uh-huh. then they blew air on your feet. That was effective, and it didn't hurt. Yes. It- <laughs> And I would be okay with that. So you want them to blow air? Yeah, those, just puff some air at my at my legs. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Oh no, yeah, I guess right. Yeah, I was like, I mean, <laughs> that's what you just said, but okay, bud, you do you. Um, the other thing that they said was that they are considering an Encanto and Indiana Jones experience for Dak, meaning they have dinosaur. no clue what to put in right. Dak. Dinosaur is likely going to become Indiana Jones, which is fine with me. Um, that the, honestly, if dinosaur could just become something that works, every every story I've seen about that attraction in the last year is that nothing works. None of the dinosaurs move anymore. Like not even the big scare at the end. He doesn't move. It's just a strobe light, you know, like the Yeti. I was about to say, wait, Disney having a, a big thing that doesn't move so they throw a strobe light on it, that would never happen. Right. So I 
yeah, I just I I think if they want to make this Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones is a better attraction anyway. Let's just do it. And then yeah, the rest of that Dino Land USA stuff, you know, we'll see what it is. Um I it does really sound like we don't know what we're going to do with this section of the park. And uh what if we did Encanto and then they kind of just sit there and hey guys, wait for guys people. Encanto. Encanto Encanto is that a thing? What do we th- Anybody? What do we think about Encanto? Anybody? Anybody? Is that a thing? Encanto? Well, so yeah. what they've said, they're, they're calling that the tropical Americas. Is that right? Yeah, they. I think they said that that they were gonna. They were thinking about theming that that side of the park as tropical Americas, which is just so, like. I mean, I guess. What does that mean? Well, okay, so it means the rest of like it. So. I'm trying to think what, where did Indiana Jones take place in the tropical Americas? I'm sure there well, was, I guess they Indiana were in a Jones. rainforest. Yeah. And, and I'm Raiders sure, at the beginning. I'm sure that could be somewhere in South America. And, uh, Encanto takes place in Mexico. No, it doesn't. I don't think so. I think it takes place in Colombia. Oh, I guess Coco's in Mexico. Yes. Coco is in Mexico. Yeah, because they have that that whole song "Colombia Me and Canto." Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, the same. <laughs> you know, if they say the name of the spot, the spot in right. the song. Well, that's why I was like, "Wait, no, that's not right." I I know what it was. So I guess yeah, I I can I can see it. Tropical Americas. I mean, that makes us you know because you've got Africa, you've got Asia. And yeah, I guess it makes it makes more sense to have it be a geographical location instead of Dino Land USA, a purposefully crappy carnival that's dinosaur themed. Yeah, so I'm I don't know. I again, I this is another one of those things where I'm like I don't feel like I know enough about it to be for or against it. So I will patiently wait for them to show yeah. me something. And then I'll decide if I'm for or against it. Though, I do like that the on the slide that they have, that they've got the... It looks like the house from Encanto is up in the like upper left. Mm-hmm. And if you were able to visit that and like have some interactive effects going on inside there, I think that could be really cool. That would be neat. Yeah, you could do a lot of like rooms that look way bigger than they are. The way that, you know, when they open a door in, in that house. Right. Yeah. They, and it, and they it open into, into an expanse. Yeah. Yeah. I think some, I think they could do some cool stuff with that. that so could be cool. yeah, let's, let's wait and see what, what comes from it. All right. Well, that was an unexpected, an unexpectedly full announcement they did yesterday morning. And I am, I'm pretty excited for Walt Disney World, just seeing, you know, what they're doing, seeing them finish up these construction projects in Epcot and really get that park back to full steam ahead uh and and to to really i i want to see this neighborhood's concept in action and really you know see it put through put through the paces of having you know guests there and have a cohesive environment and all that stuff yeah i'm yeah i again i i am optimistic about the things that i am seeing mm-hmm. and i just want that to be that to be proven correct so i'm cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. let's let's go with that i'm cautiously optimistic 
I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. You can visit us on the web at MissingTheMouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day. Nice